What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Workrate Podcast. This is our AEW in review. We're recording this on a Friday, not a Thursday. Because. Why because? Oh, right. I had a, felt like had a hockey pool that I did not know I had to draft for yesterday. <laughs> I just happened to like stumble into a group chat, and I was like, oh, that's today? <laughs> Shit. All right. Um yeah, when and, he texted uh, me that, I was like, that's the most Canadian thing he said to me in a long time. Oh, yeah. Just a, <laughs> oh, there's just a hockey draft I'm supposed to be in tonight. I didn't realize I was in it. <laughs> no, it's because the motherfucker set the pool for, or the the poll for uh, the time that we're supposed to do it to Thursday the 6th. Today's Friday the 6th, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's, that was, that's where my confusion was. I was like, is it the 6th or is it Thursday? One or the other. It can't, it can't be both. <laughs> so I thought it was the sixth, but it, it was not. It was the fifth. And <laughs> I found that out at like fucking six o'clock at night. I was like, oh, we're, we were drafting at nine. Anyways, wrestling. Um, we had a pay-per-view. It was very yes. good. It was very, very good pay-per-view. It was Wrestle Dream, which is the most it. Japanese to bottom. name for a uh, for pay-per-view I've ever heard. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love that uh, Tony Khan was just like, "We're going to call this Wrestle Dream because, of course, is that is it a historical mm-hmm. name? Was there a event in the past called I, that? Maybe I, not that I'm aware of, but it's a it was an Antonio Noki tribute show. So I am a, I just assumed that that was something that he said before. Fuck me, it's, it's so funny. It just sounds like Brooklyn, like a broken English translated translated name. <laughs> it's so funny. Like I don't know. It's I love it. Wrestle Dream, great name, great show, top to bottom, like just fucking bangers. <laughs> um, I don't remember the card. Do you have the card in front of you? I do, do not. Do you remember, my phone's, any, do you remember any highlights? My, I, I got my phone's go. charging in the other room, but. I mean, it had two what I consider match of the year contenders in yeah. Swerve Strickland versus uh, Hangman Adam Page and Brian Danielson versus Zack Saber Jr. Both of those matches were outstanding. Well, we just... but I'm trying to think how the show opened. Uh, I'm pulling it up. It's fine. This will be fun. Come on, wrestle junkie. Do my job for me. What did the? Because those pre-show okay. matches. The pre-show was crazy. Mm-hmm. The pre-show, the pre-show went nuts. Yeah, there's matches on here I have forgotten. There was just so much good wrestling. We had Ricky Starks versus Wheeler Yuta. That was on the main card. Mm-hmm. Let me see. Do they even have the undercard on here? I don't think they do. What was the undercard? It was great. We had there was we had Warmaster. Yeah, versus Claudio, which was an awesome match, and they Claudio won, and they. Teased that I'm assuming probably at next WrestleMania weekend at the next Bloodsport they'll do a rematch, which, which would be fantastic. awesome. Yeah, I wasn't mm-hmm. sure if the crowd would know who he is. Um, they should. He's from the Seattle area. I think that's why they had him on the show. Yes, he was local. Um, mm-hmm. He's he's the most Washington State man. <laughs> yeah. This fucking. Like, Washington State has a lot of, like, 
black metal ass dudes out there. <laughs> There's a whole Cascadian black metal scene. It's they all live in Olympia or Portland. I was gonna say he has like on his trunks all the the like pagan symbols all yeah, over his trunks and exactly. stuff. Exactly. <laughs> like he, yeah. he he's a fucking he's a Norse ass motherfucker. Um, <laughs> yeah, he looks like a modern day Viking. There is a him. fucking gnat in my beer. Get out. Oh no. Jesus. Just sitting on top of the foam of my Guinness. <laughs> Little fucker. Um, we had, on the pre-show, there was also that just insanely teams of mixed tag of Athena and Billy Starks and Kojima and Keith Lee versus Shane Taylor. Was it Lee Moriarty? Yeah. And Mercedes. What, who, who else was on the team? Diamante. And, uh, oh my gosh. I no, it, it was Lee Moriarty, Shane Taylor, Diamante, and, um, uh, oh fuck, what's her name? Ah, uh, the vet. She's a veteran. Yeah. Um, hold on. Mercedes Martinez. There it is. Yeah, and she. I almost said Mercedes Monet in that. Like, when, their, <laughs> when their team came out, I was like, oh, just make that a faction. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is a great faction. Like, uh, yeah. Mercedes and, uh, and Diamante and Shane Taylor and Lee Moriarty. I was like, oh, they fit. I know. They work well they, together. On Ring of Honor, Shane Taylor's trying to rebuild his Shane Taylor, what was his faction? Shane Taylor Productions? Shane Taylor like Productions or Promotions? I think it's Productions. Promotions. Promotions. Okay. Yeah, promotion. Something like that. Promotion works better with wrestling, so that's probably what it was. Yeah. Yeah, so that they'd be a good thing. Oh, the other matches we had on the pre show were Luchasaurus versus Nick Wayne. And it was that just Nick crazy. Wayne getting destroyed. <laughs> yeah. And then Nick Wayne the, died. Didn't mm-hmm. he he beat him with a punch, right? Uh he's he did he beat him with that uh back Back of the head lariat that Luchasaurus has been doing. Yeah, he he's like he he like caught one of his moves and then just fucking cracked him in the back of the head. Mm-hmm. It just looked like yeah. he just fucking right handed him in the yeah. head. It was just like enough. Killed him in front of his and mother. Then, yeah. And then we had the the main event of the pre show was the acclaimed and daddy ass versus uh TMDK of Bad Dude Tito. Mikey Nicholas and Shane Haste, which that dude is cool. That's looked the, incredible. Yeah, as the really the first time I've really seen him wrestle outside of when I see him on Bloodsports. Oh uh, yeah, I've seen him on awesome. Bloodsport, and it's like guys, you could almost only do so much on Bloodsport. Like Bloodsport is what it is, mm-hmm. and at a, there was a certain point when they just had too much Bloodsport. Like they were putting this yeah. on too much, and it, it just sort of was a lot of the same thing. Yeah, it's it's really good when it's just once a year type of show. Yes, but there yes. was one year I think where they put on three in one year. That was that was too. Well, much. It, was, it was during the pandemic, right? So they yeah. were doing a lot of like studio show, mm-hmm. um, recorded. Yeah, I, I remember Blood one Bloodsport. The first one that Mox was on, or one of the first ones Mox was on, was during the pandemic, and they were like in like a parking garage or something. Yeah. And yeah, which is a cool setting for a, a show like that. But <laughs> but I was watching. I was like, oh my god, this guy, especially he's in the perfect place with New Japan mm-hmm. because he can fucking 
I don't know. He he's got something. He's got the move set and the look. He looks like uh, he looks like eighties Steiners. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, especially got, with the tights he's wearing too. Yeah, but he's got the MMA background. Like he's a legit MMA fighter. That's his background. Um, mm-hmm. He can he can wrestle like crazy. Um, lots of MMA fighters have the has have the amp, the uh, amateur wrestling background so he has that he's got the singlet he's got the hair he can move he was doing like he was doing aerial moves i was like oh my god like this is the mm-hmm. guy this is the type of guy that gets over in japan like the the mm-hmm. big burly gaijin big burly gaijin mm-hmm. like he i don't know he reminded me of like albright back in the day yeah gary yeah. but like a more athletic gary albright or a more uh or like fucking, yeah, just all those, the the American guys, like in the early 90s. He reminded me of those guys <laughs> in Japan. Yeah. Like I was super impressed. Because before, like Bad Dude Tito to me was just very boring. <laughs> like he just blended in with everyone else in Bloodsport. But like in the professional wrestling setting, he jumped off the screen to me. I was like, holy fuck, this guy's legit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's real good. Yeah. I like the faction that they're into, the Mighty Don't Deal, with those guys and Zack Sabre Jr. Yeah, it's, it's a weird it's a faction because it's, like, it's super boring. Like, they're on, <laughs> like, a, like, they work really, really well. But, like, them as a group, it's, like, yeah, it's really good that they have uh, Zack Sabre Jr. As the, as the lead guy because he's exceedingly funny and entertaining. <laughs> And like oh, yeah. the most Dragon sm- bollocks. smart ass. Yeah, I don't know why that makes me laugh so much. But yeah. And then so the kickoff of the main show, we had MJF uh on his own against the Righteous, which was Good a fun match. match. It wasn't very long. According the, to Wikipedia, it's nine minutes long. Yeah, it, it was so. it was quick. Um Butch from the tag team, he used to be in another tag team on the indies, right? For a while. And he wore he still wore like the 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 dress shirt and black dress pants and the tie. I'm pretty sure he did. Up right now. Look him up because I'm pretty sure he was in a fairly long-standing. Um, He's in uh, WWE for a while. I did not know that. Huh. I was just looking at his Wikipedia page. Uh, was it with Dan Barry? That's he was uh, with Dan yeah, Barry for a bit. Yes. Maybe they that, won a maybe bunch that was of tag it. teams. That's I think, I think they might have here. even been in uh, PWG for a bit. Uh, maybe. His his bio on Wikipedia is not very big. Yeah, a cage match would tell you. But yeah, like, mm-hmm. people, I heard people talk about, like, who are the, people talking about the best big men on the indies. I heard a few people mention Butch, mention this guy. So I was like, ooh, I'm excited to to watch this guy and he's good. I love his, his boss man slam. It's so good. It looks like he kills people with it. It's excellent. He's very, he's very boss man. He's actually is Mm -hmm. super boss man. Like his, his look, his, uh, yeah. Everything about him is he's like Mm -hmm. boss man reincarnated. Love that. Yeah. So MJF one with the, did he do the, yeah, he did the kangaroo kick and then he, I forget what he did. Oh, Heat Seeker, and then got his feet up on the ropes. So 
still cheating right. the wind, which is I good. just have to... I had the door open because it's nice and cool outside, but there's a bunch of gnats mm-hmm. coming in. So they're, no. all, they're all on my wall, I just realized. So I'm gonna, <laughs> just going to take a, take a moment to close my door okay. here. I'll just go to the next match, which was on the pay-per-view, which was Eddie Kingston versus Katsushori Shibata for the Ring of Honor World Championship and the Strong Openweight Championship. So Shibata had a chance he could be, the commentary was saying he could be the modern Triple Crown champ if he won because he's already got the Ring of Honor pure title. Yes. Which would be nuts. But this match was great too. A lot of the opening matches weren't very long, which I kind of like because this was based, this was a Japanese tribute show, so it's kind of like a Japanese-style pay-per-view where the opening matches are all pretty short and then you start getting into the the epic matches at the end. Yeah, like the last four matches are all over 20 minutes. But this match was great. It was definitely strong style uh, personified of Eddie Kingston and Shibata just punching the shit out of each other the whole match. They fucking knocked the shit out of each other. Eddie mm-hmm. cracking uh, Shibata in the head. I was like, man, 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 don't kill him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the guy, I love that. The guy almost died from brain damage. <laughs> mm-hmm. I love that since Shibata's interviewed Kawada and Kawada told him to start using the power bomb, that's what he's been doing. And that's how he's been winning matches. So that's cool. King's the one with the power bomb. After a, what's this back fist called? The Urican? Uh, Shuriken. Did yeah. the Urican into or, a power, yeah. Did, did that into a power bomb, which was cool. No, I loved it. It was, it was, that was a phenomenal match. It was. And I like Kingston, uh, Lady Shibata soak in the adulation because uh, his mentor was, uh, Anoki. So Shibata got to stand. And then letting, letting Shibata leave with his music was cool. Yeah. As well. Yeah, no, I love it. So, it was funny. I, I texted you beforehand. I was like, are we going to get triple champ Kingston? And then I realized there's no way Kingston's wrestling a uh, pure rules pure match style. here. Yeah. <laughs> Although, yeah. he doesn't do closed fists. Yeah. Not really. But it sh- the pure title wasn't on the line. It was just the no. ROH title and the strong open weight title. I love that there's just a bunch of different triple crowns. Mm-hmm. Or like, uh, I think... Ray Phoenix is one of the few that's had it. They mentioned it in this match. He's a triple crown winner in AEW, as is somebody else. I can't remember. But like guys, guys that now. you wouldn't expect to. I think it's Kenny. Um, oh, Kenny makes I don't think Mox has ever had the tag titles, so it wouldn't be Mox. It's Kenny and Ray Phoenix and maybe one other person. But I think it might just be Kenny and Ray Phoenix. And Ray Phoenix got it by accident. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, so after the Shibata Kingston match, we had Chris Statlander versus Julia Hart, which I really enjoyed this match. This match was, it was great. It was good. It was short, but it was good. <laughs> oh, wait. I'm uh, just going to turn down my volume. No, no, that's not it. I don't know. Maybe it's yours. I I just I'll heard a faint echo of myself. I'll turn it down a little bit. Someday, sometimes it's like turn things. down the volume of the computer and then turn up the mic a bit helps sometimes that helps for me um but yeah no the, the, yeah this match was solid um my favorite part of the match was uh was julia hart going to to do the mist and getting it kicked out of her face <laughs> was awesome 
She got smoked and just bleh, it looked like blood coming out yeah. of her mouth. I was like, oh, that's yeah. sweet. <laughs> I loved it. I love um, Julia's moonsault. She's got a really good moonsault. It is good. Her, yeah, the spider suplex into the moonsault is. Uh, yeah. Is that what's called the spider suplex? Yeah. Is that, I mean, or is that the tarantula? Works, yeah. No, that's not the tarantula. Tarantula is a different move. It's a spider suplex when you hang on with your legs. Okay. okay. Yeah, that's what I thought. Uh, yeah. No. Super. It's it's awesome to see her so over. Yeah, because she has not been wrestling very long, and when she came in, she was like the super 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 baby face, almost like a yeah, blue sky, and like mm-hmm. just so baby face, you almost don't get a reaction. You know how mm-hmm. sometimes that happens, like when someone's just yeah. like too squeaky clean. There's just like. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and she was that yeah, she was like a cheerleader and well yeah and she looks like she's 12 mm-hmm. is another thing so like it's so she's pretty young isn't she she's oh, very she's young she's like 21 22 um but yeah no she 21. came right out of the uh out of the nightmare like family mm-hmm. school she's one of she's one of the like pure homegrown like they trained her they trained her up in the bottom, so that that's cool. That's uh, it's really cool to see a gimmick really click. Like I would say, like if um, if Malachi Black and Buddy left, you could keep this going mm-hmm. with her as the leader. Like she's that um, well received with the fans. And her presence, like, I think you could keep her going with Brody and bring someone else in as mm-hmm. another, as another member. Like she, she could be that leader. Oh yeah. Uh, who knows if she her can talk, but she almost awesome doesn't too. have I love to. Theme song. Yeah. Yeah. She just, she has a presence. And although I will say her promo, her promo package for this, her vignette was really good. Mm-hmm. And yeah, she, she spoke well in that. So. Talk about the next match for us. Okay, so next we had the four-way tag team match for the future AEW tag team title shot with the Young Bucks versus the Lucha Bros versus the Guns versus Orange Cassidy and Hook, which I want their tag team name to just be Tag Team. I think that'd be hilarious. And (laughs) um, uh, this match was wild, as as you would think it would be with all these teams in it. Uh, Phoenix got hurt. Early yeah. on, yeah, I don't that know if was it was a weird work one. or shoot. Yeah. It was weird because they're working this angle that he's working hurt, kind of like uh, Orange Cassidy. <laughs> and I wasn't sure if uh, this was like, oh, this is how they're going to like get the belt off him, the other belt off him as well. Um, yeah. But then he came out on Dynamite and worked another match. Wrestled yeah. hurt again. <laughs> But uh, I think he's not long for the world for this belt, and we can talk about why later. But, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, it, uh, yeah, it was weird. Like, we didn't even really... Yeah, he just got ganged up on at one point mm-hmm. and, like, thrown into the steps, and then they're like, oh, Phoenix is gone. <laughs> I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. Like, Phoenix is gone, I guess. Yeah. Uh, 
uh, my favorite spot in this match was the Northern Light Suplex spot between Matt Jackson and Hook, where they kept Northern Light suplexing each other. That was a lot of fun. So funny and so athletic. Yeah, just really, Mm -hmm. really nice. I was shocked that the Young Bucks won. I did not expect them to win this match. No. I really thought it'd be Orange Cassidy and Hook. It's it's crazy to me that we're going to get Young Bucks versus FTR4. Yeah. Already. That's why I thought Hook and Orange Cassidy win, because that's the freshest match for Well, um, it it kind of looked like they were building... Like their buildings, and they still are building something for them because they mm-hmm. have them cutting a lot of promos on TV. Um, you had the the funny idea of their tag team should be called tag team. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that'd be so good. <laughs> I love <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah, this is yeah really interesting match because like I I couldn't really predict who was going to win. Like you can yeah. never. Uh, count out the bucks because they're the bucks and but didn't doesn't really make sense for them to run back that series of matches again um yeah i was like you i was so sure it was going to be hook and orange cassidy and when they lost it's like huh all right i mean fine i like i'm never going to uh be upset with an ftr versus bucks but it's like are they putting the putting the belts back on the bucks then i wonder because i bet the thing's going to be in la their next match at the Mm. uh, full gear pay-per-view where the bucks are pretty much from they're from like the suburbs of la Mm -hmm. but so i can see that ftr at the kia forum in la yeah Yeah. that's a it's a big venue for them they're Mm -hmm. definitely going to do a basketball themed thing oh yeah they had the winning time Graphics and stuff, which that show got canceled. So, I, and then I saw that they're going back to the regular Full Gear. Uh, Did that show get canceled? For, Fuck, I love that show. Yeah, when time got canceled, yeah. God damn it! I never finished. Uh, These streaming places are always canceling all the good shows, man. It sucks. Well, yeah, it was on and HBO wanna, Max, and then they want to raise prices. So. <laughs> I, well, so yeah, they're they're never going to stop because like they've got everyone by the balls, right? So, mm-hmm. what are you going to do? Not watch. The shows, fuck, yeah. <laughs> like no good shows are on TV anymore. Mm-hmm. Like you can't, you can't watch TV. I mean, we have it. I have, I don't turn it on. Yeah, I have. The only reason why I have cable is to watch uh, wrestling. Yeah, they, <laughs> well, the only reason, the reason I have, I have cable because because it comes with the internet. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I, uh, I I watch it all through apps on through my TV. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like I have, I have YouTube TV, so like I don't even have like actual cable. So yeah, like my, uh, when all the rating stuff comes out, it's like I watch AEW every week, but my view doesn't count towards the actual rating. Cause I, I don't. I genuinely, I genuinely don't know if my rating counts. Like I watch it through TSN, but I watch it through the TSN app mm-hmm. on, that's on the doesn't. TV. It probably counts. Yeah, but um, well, that that's the thing that's uh, that's interesting is. Like when AEW always says like, oh, they got one and a half million views and and everyone's like, what? Views from where? That's what they're counting. They're counting DVR and all the different services. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what they're counting. That's why it's not. People don't watch regular TV anymore. I watch my shit through an app. That tells you right there. Yeah. Like that's not the uh, the numbers that I bet that's not the numbers they're counting on TV. But I'm watching mm-hmm. it live and through the same channel, but 
through an app through like the fucking Google TV. Yeah. Shit. Which stopped working the other so, day and I was mad. <laughs> Kept freezing. So after the tag over. match, we had. Oh, go ahead. No, no, I'm just complaining about TSA. Oh. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I remember you saying like you. Were I just wanted to watch hockey while I prepared for yeah. my draft. <laughs> How much? God damn it! And I had literally just finished watching Dynamite because you're able to watch like uh, sort of like games on demand. Like the next day, I was able to watch because I was at a concert on Wednesday, so I watched Dynamite on Thursday. So I I streamed a whole two hour episode, and then I go to watch something live, and it freezes and says, "No, nah, your internet is." isn't good enough. I was like, I was just using your app to watch something. <laughs> <laughs> of course it's good enough. What the fuck? Yeah. That's hilarious. <laughs> I, my internet fucking connections as excellent. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, continue. So next match was, uh, you could say this would be your match of the year. And I, I wouldn't argue with you is sort of Strickland versus hangman Adam page. Mm-hmm. This match was insane. Mm-hmm. This so good. Swerve was the heel in the match. Well, they kind of switched it up once the crowd started changing, but they're in his hometown, so of course the crowd's going to be behind him. Uh, Hangman, you, you could tell the crowd was getting to him. He was distracted a lot. There's a fuck you, Hangman chant, which I thought I'd never hear in my life. Well, that's, that's <laughs> the thing, thing that I liked was Hangman didn't play heel, but he played frustrated face. Yeah. He yeah. played a face that was frustrated that he was getting the booze. Like, the boos were rattling his character. Like, he would stop mm-hmm. and he would look at the fans and be like, what the hell? Why are you? Okay. Here we go. Okay. Yeah. I see what this is. But he was still the face. Mm-hmm. And and uh, and Swerve was like, oh, you see? They're cheering for me because this is my hometown. I told you this is happening. But he still played heel. It, <laughs> it, was, it was good. I like that. They didn't, like, switch roles, but they, like, they yeah. still fed off the crowd. But they have yeah. crazy chemistry for two they guys do. that have and never I, faced each other. I hope they. this isn't the only match we get out of these guys. I hope they I have don't like think a few so. for a I while. don't think so at all. Yeah. But this match was great. Uh, Hangman was working over uh, Swerve's hand because the previous Dynamite, of course, he stabbed him in the hand with a pin. So he was focusing on his hand. Swerve was focusing on his arm to nullify the Buckshot Lariat, which is smart and for people who say AEW doesn't do psychology stuff watch this match <laughs> it's all psychology oh, was and um swerve did this move in this match i forget what led into it he slammed hangman and then maintained wrist control did a one-handed cartwheel and picked him up and suplexed him which was nuts yeah, i love that's the, the way swerve will change his moves together swerve He's so good moves at it. in the ring he needs to be studied mm-hmm <laughs> Like he is, uh, he moves in ways that no other wrestler moves. Yeah. I don't know if that's because he, well, one is he was trained by A.R. Fox. That's mm-hmm. one reason. Cause A.R., no one moves like A.R. Fox either. Like you can yeah. tell that he had a part in training Swerve. Um, oh yeah. But also he's got that. Same with Darby. Look. They all move so unique in the ring. Yeah. He's got the, Yeah. Another perfect example. He, but he's got that Lucha Libre influence as well. You can tell that mm-hmm. he's got that Yaveo or whatever it's called. Um, yeah, like the Lucha Libre ground style. 
Yeah, you can tell that he's got that. Yeah, just how he transitions, how he like hooks guys with like his his foot to move them into his next move and shit. Yeah. It's like it's like he's dancing. But like yeah. dancing in he a uses, good way. It's like it's yeah, very he uses like What do you call that term like uh perpetual motion? Yeah. Yeah, he's, that's a good like description he, of it. He just like he's like water. He's just always like He's very smooth about it. It's like he's it's like he's mm-hmm. breakdancing. It's awesome. He never stops yeah. moving. Yeah, I just I couldn't get enough of it. And his character right now is amazing. He came out with that jacket and he's got that mm-hmm. smile with the grills and the cackle that he has. Mm-hmm. And the crowd is Prince so Nana over doing with Prince Nana. <laughs> you got all the fans behind him doing the dance now. And at first when Prince Nana came in, he had no reaction mm-hmm. whatsoever. People were not reacting to him at all. And the contrast between the two was actually sometimes, well, not necessarily between those two, but between Swerve and the rest of the embassy was sometimes a little jarring because it's like mm-hmm. they don't really seem to connect so well. But I don't know. It's like he's the serious bad guy and these are all his underlings. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's fantastic. And Hangman put Swerve over. Swerve. Yeah, is, I love the finish of the match. Yeah, Swerve's in the so, main yeah. event scene now. Yeah. Well, we'll get to the match he's having in a, a week's yes, time. Yes. But, uh, so the finish of the match, I forget what Prince Nana did, but he got distract, or he got kicked out, and Hangman was paying attention to that, and then he goes for the buckshot lariat. Well, he got he got, frustrated. Him in the head with, he got frustrated and threw down his crown, but he threw it down in the yeah. ring on purpose. Mm-hmm. So then, and then uh, Swerve Hangman picked up goes the for crown, the buckshot. Yeah, cracked him with it. Yeah, and that was it. Was really smart. That was, it was very MJF. Mm-hmm. Like the way he uh, he was thinking two steps ahead. He knew that he would get kicked out. And so he was able to take off his crown and slam it on the ground like he was upset. And then Swerve was able to pick it up, crack him with it. And Hangman had a really good vignette afterwards. Was it on Dynamite? Yeah, it was on Dynamite. Where uh, he talks about how his shoulder is, his, his arm's bad, he's going to need rehab, he's going to have to rehab himself, he doesn't know where to go from here. Um, mm-hmm. He said that uh, Swerve cheated to get the spot, but he's got the spot now. Um, he said that was it. That was his spot. He doesn't have that now, so he he has to reevaluate things. So I think we might see Hangman like take a step back for a little bit. I don't think we'll see him for a little. Well, for Super Tuesday they announced a match with Hangman. Oh fuck! Coming up. Never mind. So, <laughs> so, I lied. <laughs> when we talk about Dynamite, oh well. So anyways, that, that was but, a lie. Yeah. Uh, but so, yeah, Swerve wins. Great win for him. His ascension is almost complete. I kind of want him to be the one to take the title off MJF now, but I know they're doing the big. But with Cole having, he has to have, Adam Cole has to have two ankle surgeries now, he said. So no telling how long he's going to be gone. Yeah, so I they may have um, to. Well, yeah, we'll see on that one. We'll see. Well, yeah, we'll see if they're telling the truth or not. But as of right now, if they're telling the truth, Adam Cole has to have two surgeries on his ankle. I do think they are telling the truth, but we'll see. 
<laughs> you never know. It, this could be a fucking Kevin Nash coming out of the coming out of the cast. Oh, the wheelchair! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was awesome. That was a great moment. Mm-hmm. So next, the unfortunate match to have to follow that <laughs> with the tired crowd was Ricky Starks versus Wheeler Yuta, but they had a really good match. It was good. Uh, Mox on Mox on commentary was great. Oh yeah, having Mox cheerleading Yuta and having mm-hmm. McGinnis cheerleading Starks was mm-hmm. amazing. Yeah. Really this match was good. It was short, uh, but Starks wins. Of course, he should have won. He won because th- he's another he's another guy they're really building up. And at the end, he was doing his air guitar thing towards Mox. So I'm hoping that's like a subtle like they're going to start feuding because that would be well. A good when feud. he beat him, he was staring at Mox. <laughs> so and Starks has he's gone through Danielson. He's gone through Yuta. So Yuda. the next yeah. ones. He he, <laughs> he did receive the the big swing from Cesaro and did his pose. Yeah, that was it. so awesome. <laughs> <laughs> he's a, he's a special man. Yeah, he is. And then so after that match, short Mox stays on commentary, and we get uh, a legit dream match that turned into a legit match of the year contender. One of my favorite matches of the year for sure. It'll definitely be in my top ten. Of Brian Danielson versus Zack Saber Jr. Incredible! And you just have to go see this match because describing what happens won't sound interesting. Yeah, it, it's, just, <laughs> it's it's an incredible match. It is the greatest technical wrestling match I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Um, these are the two greatest technical wrestlers I've ever seen. Yeah, they didn't In throw like, a strike for like the first twenty minutes of the match. Yeah, I, I love the ending of Danielson having to win with a strike and Zack Sabre Jr. being upset by that because they had told each other this would be a technical match. But it was awesome. Just lots of counters and chain wrestling. And uh, yeah, it was even elevated even more by Mox and uh, McGinnis. McGinnis on commentary because McGinnis hates Danielson from their blood feuds and Ring of Honor, which I love. And so you have Mox cheering on Danielson and getting legit fined for cussing a lot on commentary, like, choke that fucking guy out and stuff. <laughs> Which yeah, is awesome. amazing. Oh, my God. The, um, at the end of the match, Mox, Mox looked like he had just had sex. Yeah. He holy shit. His feet were up on the, on the commentary yeah. table. Just goes, holy shit. <laughs> yeah. This <laughs> So fantastic. One of the greatest yeah. matches two, I've ever seen. Yeah. Yeah. Two things. I loved their counters from the, it's not the surfboard stretch, but it's like the surfboard stretch where they lock their legs up and bend it back. I, I can't think of the name of it. It's got a really crazy sounded name, but where Danielson was on in the hold up in the air and then countered it and somehow flipped Zack Sabre Jr. into the same hold. I don't know. Even you just have to see it. And then, do start striking. Danielson's right arm's broken, so he's hitting Zack Sabre with his left arm, and they weren't doing anything. And then Zack said, come on, use your right arm, sunshine. And then so he goes to use his right arm, and uh, Zack Sabre Jr. just kicks his bad right arm and then takes control. I love that. Yeah, I love that he goaded him into using it, and it backfired <laughs> immediately. Yeah. That was, that was the best part of the match, in my <laughs> opinion. And, yeah, I love that he targeted it. 
I love that he he almost beat him by going for it, like uh, <laughs> by cranking on the arm that has like the pins in it. Um, yeah, because we don't know if it's legit. Because he's still yeah. like even after the matches and everything in his promos, he's he's holding his arm in a way to protect it. Um, <laughs> and he he says like after each match, it's really hard. Like he's like on the precipice of retiring mm-hmm. again. Cause uh, he told yeah. his daughter once he turned seven, I'm one more retire. year and yeah. she's seven. <laughs> so yeah, he's basically said like even in interviews and stuff that this last year is just going to be all the dream matches that he's wanted to have. So great. I love that he's doing the, it the, here. Yeah. The big rumor is that at wrestle kingdom, it's going to be him versus Okada. Ooh. In Wrestle Kingdom, my dog is growling at something. So if he starts barking, I apologize. But um, <laughs> this match is great. Go out of your way to watch it if you haven't watched it. I will probably watch it two more times before the year's over. It was that good. Mm-hmm. Loved it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so next we had uh, the Don Callis family of Takeshita versus Will Ospreay and Sammy Guevara versus Chris Jericho and the Golden Elite, uh, Kenny Omega and. Kotobushi, they call themselves what they call them, the Golden Golden Jets because of their the Winnipeg connection. Okay, which was awesome. I like that. Uh, this is a, another one of these matches that's just kind of too insane to call, especially yeah. No, the end I, everyone just it was good hitting all their big stuff. It was, it was Jericho in this match, and I'm really enjoying Jericho and Kenny. And Jericho is always mm-hmm. good in tag matches. That's his bread and butter at this point. Um, yeah, we did see murder. Murdered Bushi in this match. Mm-hmm. He made an appearance. We did see uh, Bushi legit almost get murdered by Takeshita when he German oh, suplexed him on the top of his hook. <laughs> two of the most hellacious bumps I've seen in my life. You know what? Mm-hmm. That's how you know Ibushi's getting back into form. Once yeah. he starts taking these dumb bumps. Oh, yeah. Where, like he legit, like he trains his head and neck by dropping himself on his head, so mm-hmm. that he can do it in the ring. He is yeah an animal. Yeah, but I loved uh, Jericho did his little sex god pose and Abushi did it with him, which was funny. <laughs> so slowly too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You just slowly. There's this one thing I'll say about Ibushi. I don't know if it's a contrast between the American style and the Japanese style. He looks a lot slower in terms of him walking around the ring. I don't mm-hmm. know if maybe the Japanese style is just that much more deliberate when we watch it there, so it doesn't stand out as much. Maybe. And he's he hasn't really. Has he had a singles match in AEW? Yeah, I know it's been no, multi man matches. Not yet. So. He he was that. off for a long time and he was super super hurt. So yeah 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 yeah. But yeah, this match is great. Uh, I like the ending because uh, Will Osprey is feigning like he's hurt. I thought he was legit hurt at first, but he was just distracting Aubrey so the heels could do all their cheating stuff. Callus hit Jericho in the head with the the bat and a screwdriver, or was it just the bat? Yeah, he got him with the bat. Yeah yeah, and this allowed Sammy to get the pin. Uh, Don Gallus family's up like three times on Kenny. Kenny's gonna have to oh, do yeah. something to get this turned around for him. But I don't. I, they're up again on Dynamite. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, they're That's fucking. 
what happened on Dynamite shocked me. Oh yeah, <laughs> with with this with this storyline, um, in a good way, in a weird way, in an uncomfortable way. Yeah, but we'll get to it. And then, so next press. we had, yeah. <laughs> so next we had FTR versus Aussie Open uh, for the tag titles. This match was good. I didn't like it as much as their match last year. Their match last year was legit. My match of the year. Like their mm-hmm. match last year was incredible. This match was really good, and I loved it. But it wasn't as good as. And I think it also didn't help that Mark Davis broke his wrist in the middle of the <laughs> like, match. Fuck it, in the so. middle of the match, <laughs> and then still kept going. Still kept doing the spots. But yeah, you, you could yeah, tell. You can see him holding his wrist and stuff. But they yeah. called it. The commentators called it immediately, as mm-hmm. soon as uh, the what's it? What's their move called? It's a really good move. The or a really that good flippy move. move thing they do where they flip you and slam you, or they, they do like the uh, they do the avalanche, I guess suplex, and then hit the uh, oh, power and glory. The power power and glory. Yeah, it's a great name. Um, Mm-hmm. But yeah, so they hit power and glory, and right away, the commentators just like, "Ooh, his arm!" Like as soon yeah. as they, before he he didn't even react yet. Like as soon as the impact happened, they just went, mm-hmm. "Ooh, his arm!" That's why I like the the announced team of uh, McGinnis, Excalibur, and Taz because they're all former wrestlers, so they yeah, know so exactly they all know what's going on. Like as yeah. soon <laughs> as soon as the impact happened, they're like, "That's not supposed to happen." They're yep. like, "They're like, check yeah. his hand." They're like, I'm yeah. pretty sure his arm's broken. Yeah. They, they all said, they're like, that's exactly how uh, Danielson broke his arm. Very similar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but this match is good. I liked that um, Aussie Open, they really took it to FTR. FTR was yeah. on, they were getting the heat a lot of this match. But I loved that they had to finish off Kyle Fletcher with a super uh, Shatter Machine big rig. And uh, I've never seen so a FTR super wins. Shatter Machine, but I loved it. Yeah, it's nuts. I was like, holy shit. <laughs> he but looked this fucking good. dead. I that looks like a yeah. nasty move to take. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't want to take too many of those. But he wrestled <laughs> he on looked, Dynamite. Fletcher did. He so. looked absolutely <laughs> dead. But this is good. Uh, hopefully uh, Mark Davis heals up pretty quick and can come back because I really like Ozzy Open. They're a great tag team. He healed up quick and, last uh, time. He <laughs> blew out yeah, his knee and was back like three months later. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's a he's a big beefy boy, so he can heal a little quick. And then we got the main event, uh, two out of three falls. This match was had the fucking gnarliest bump I think I've seen in a long time, maybe even ever. <laughs> Christian Cage slamming Darby, fucking the two of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Christian Cage is on the run of his life. I think this is the best run he's ever had. Oh, for sure, legitimate. Yeah, this is amazing. He's he's killing it, and. Do you remember, like, a couple months ago, everyone, and we probably even said it too, like, they're not doing much with the TNT title, they got to revitalize it, and then Christian Cage has uh, completely done that to where it's main eventing a pay-per-view. Yeah, when I saw this match on at the top of the card, I was like, oh, that's a little disappointing. And then I watched the match. <laughs> and I was like, Christian Cage is a fucking nasty, nasty man. Yeah. I cannot so believe. I can't believe they even clear that spot. The the steps, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like how how do you possibly take that spot and not risk paralyzation? Yeah, I don't, I don't understand. Know. Darby's 
superhuman or made of elastic or something. But even after that, when they uh, so he gets counted out after that for this, his first pin or loss, and then when they're stretching him out, Christian does a frog splash from inside the ring to to the damn stretcher. Incredible! And then just um, a sick, yeah. sick man. Yeah, and then so he's already torn up the ring. He's tearing down the ring to expose the wood, and then um, he accidentally spears the ref. Nick Wayne comes out, and at that point, I was like, "Oh yeah, Nick Wayne's definitely turning." He cracks Darby in the head with the belt. Darby loses. Sting comes out. They kept, they start beating up Sting. Sting's about to get a concerto, which I was like, please don't do that to a 63-year-old man. And then uh, we get a like a grindhouse feature presentation type thing playing on the, the, the Tron. You uh, think some you know me. Dude, yeah, some dude driving around, and then you hear, you think you know him, which turns out it's, it's Beth Phoenix, which is cool, his wife. And then we get Adam Copeland. Is it? Does she he, say you think you know him? Yeah, that's that's his wife saying that. Because it used to be you think you know me, but now it's you think you know. Yeah, him. It used to be. Yeah, it used to be you think you know me in WWE, and now it's you think you know him in AEW, which is probably how they get around copyrights and all that stuff. Because it's still like I go back and forth. Like I, sometimes I think it's you think you know him. Sometimes I think it's. Uh, you think you know me, but anyways, um, I was shocked that they just straight up got Metalingus. Yeah, <laughs> which it, it's a legit Alter Bridge song, so I'm sure they yes. just had to pay for the rights for it. And then I know it's just funny. I was like, oh my god, it's just the same music again. This is amazing. Yeah. And he, I was legit has, shocked they got rated our superstar because that was his trademark. But then I, yeah, yeah, I was gonna say I saw online that WWE hadn't. Uh, renewed the trademark since uh, 2020 so he just edged or Adam Copeland just trademarked it himself dumb although I guess yeah. <laughs> he wasn't there at the time mm-hmm. he he wasn't back wrestling in 2020 yet I guess at that time because we're what approaching 2024 yeah so he might well, have... no, he was back because he came back in 2019 because it was he? right before was the pandemic when he came back yeah it was right wait yeah, 2019. Or was it 2020 when the pandem- pandemic happened? It started in 2019. But I don't yeah, know. Yeah, very into 2019. I don't know when he came back during the pandemic. He came back at the very beginning of 2020 because it was like one of the last shows WWE did with the crowd. Okay. Oh, right. That was at the uh, pay per view. Yeah. At or the at Royal the Rumble. Rumble. He yeah, makes the best returns slash debuts. Yeah, he does because you could you could see the emotion on his face. Yeah, the way he comes out, and mm-hmm. he was my last favorite uh, WWE wrestler. He was my last mm-hmm. favorite before I stopped watching. Yeah, like the the No Mercy days, mm-hmm. the Dig Diggity Dog. Um, but yeah, no, it's uh yeah, it's no. It felt so good to see him again. I'm happy that I get yeah. to watch because again, I don't watch WWE, so I haven't been watching him. But I was like, kind of wish I was. Yeah, but it's it's great. He saves Sting and Darby, and we'll get to what happens later. But on the media scrum, he talked about how he's he's in this. He wanted something new, and uh, he's he's full time. So we're gonna get be seeing him a lot. Yeah, they stuff, said so. that he's going to fill the role that Punk filled. He's going to, which is well, good. And which he's, is, he's not problematic. 
big backstage. So, which doesn't necessarily mean he'll take his spot on TV, but he'll take his spot in the mm-hmm. locker room that they kind of wanted Punk for, and that he kind of oh yeah abused. I would say yeah. Like yeah. Uh, he well, used speaking it. Speaking as- Punk, he's he's WWE's problem now. So. Yeah, that's crazy. Because he <laughs> hates Triple H. Yeah, well, yeah. Remember all this shit he talk about WWE on on the shows? <laughs> it's just so funny. Well, I mean, like some of that is like, some of that is kayfabe, but like, mm-hmm. but off screen, when um, when Mercedes Martinez or not Mercedes, when Mercedes Monet Sasha was off, when she had left WWE. And they were talking about bringing her back and and saying that, like, oh, Triple H is trying to talk her into coming back, this and that. CM Punk did an interview, or it might have even just been Twitter, where he said, I don't know why she would ever go back. Triple H is mm-hmm. still that snake motherfucker that he was before. Blah, 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 yeah. blah. Like, you can't trust that man. This is why he. This is while he was in WWE, just talking shit about Triple yeah. H. Like he hates that man. Mm-hmm. Like I, but money and, talks. So, I mean, sort of. Not really for yeah. like they'll get him there, but he fucking hates the boss. Mm-hmm. Like it's not going to end well. Yeah, and I saw on line earlier like when i was eating dinner that um roman reigns and seth rollins don't want him in the company seth rollins hates him yeah (laughs) it's bizarre it's really bizarre yeah it is because what he say in his promo back on whenever he left ring of honor he's like that's the day i left wrestling and i've been gone for seven years and now i'm back so is he technically quote unquote not wrestling anymore now that he's back in WWE because it's not real wrestling or whatever he was saying. But whatever. If he would have just been cool and not tried to fight people backstage, he'd, he'd still be in AEW. It's ego driven. <laughs> That's the only reason he's mm-hmm. going to WWE. It's because yeah. he he got uh he got kicked out of AEW. That's the only reason why. Otherwise he mm-hmm. wouldn't go. Like if his contract ran out it at AEW, he wouldn't go to WWE. It's because he got kicked out and the man's got an ego. Yeah. He he wants to go, he wants, he doesn't want to be looked down upon, but like that ship has sailed, my friend. It'll Mm -hmm. be really funny to see all the people who were shit-talking punk all of a sudden flip-flop again, as they always do. Oh, yeah. In our Facebook group, I made the post of the article saying that it, he might come back. And I said, well, a lot of you guys are going to be uh, giant punk fans now. So, Well, one of, <laughs> our, one of our good friends already turned, like, uh, flipped his mm-hmm. opinion immediately. And he's a self-professed, I've always hated punk guy. Mm-hmm. And even he was like, oh, if he showed up at, uh, at um, what, they have the, the K, what's it, the... Survivor Series? Not Survivor Series, but the... Um, War Games? War Games? Maybe. Well, maybe War Games, but aren't they approaching... Oh, no, I guess they're not. The... What do they call Elimination Chamber? No. Anyways. Oh, that's in February. 
Okay, yeah. No, he said. Uh, he, he said like, what? What do they have coming up? Uh, if he comes back, it's going to be at Survivor Series because that's in Chicago. That's okay. when that, that's maybe, when maybe that's he's taking place. He's like, oh, if he showed up at this place, it would be, it would be really cool. He's like, you fucking hate the man. You've been trashing mm-hmm. him for months. <laughs> yeah. And now all of a sudden, it's like, oh, if he showed up there, it'd actually be pretty great. What do you mean? <laughs> yeah. Anyways, on to Dynamite. I thought Dynamite was pretty good. I liked it a lot. Yes. Don't remember everything that happened, but and my phone's in the other room, so I can't look it up. Oh, try and look it up again. On. Okay. Oh, but yeah. Looking up AW Dynamite card brings up like Dynamite cards from like four years. What was the date on Wednesday? I don't know. <laughs> the fourth? Yeah, the fourth. Card. October. Fifth? No, that's last year. Twenty twenty-three. Uh, it was the fourth. Preview. Okay, results coverage. Giving a website I don't like. A click. Here we go. Results. Wrestle junkie. Okay. This is riveting podcasting. Us <laughs> looking stuff up. Oh yeah, it's fantastic. Uh, me, me just going dip, but da 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 da. As I look through this. Anyways. Well, we started the show with Ray Phoenix, right? Uh, yes. Well, at first it was a backstage interview with um, uh, Jericho and Kenny. Oh, yes. And then Edge right. walks up. Edge walks up. He's just like, hey, maple syrup, Canadiana, blah, 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 Winnipeg. Yeah. Um, and then he's like, he's and like, then, hey Jericho, how you doing? Good to see you. And Kenny looks uh, kind of out, put out by the whole scenario, yeah. which was but, interesting. But but Kenny said, uh, oh, your debut had me on the edge of my seat, <laughs> which was funny. <laughs> Kenny's so corny. I love I love how corny yeah. that man is. <laughs> Apparently, in the in the press conference, the wrestlers couldn't stop calling him Edge. And Tony kept trying. I mean, to that makes sense. I, I still want to call him Edge because he's. I mean, he's been Edge the whole time I've seen him wrestle. So it's hard. He is Edge. He's Edge. Also, I love how many Adams there are. Somebody. Uh, yeah. Was it you that showed that to me on the AEW uh, roster yeah. page? There's just that three Adams. Adam and it's back just, to back. Uh, Adam. <laughs> Adam. Yeah. Adam. Adam. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's it's very funny. Yeah, Adam. <laughs> and then so from that we go to our title match of Ray Phoenix versus Nick Jackson. Phenomenal match! And yeah, Man, this match is awesome. This match is crazy. These guys have such incredible chemistry. The cutters in this match. Oh my word. Cutters at this point like, are boring. At this point in wrestling, cutters are boring. The cutters in this match, like fucking avalanche off the top rope, fucking springboard cutters, the fucking spikes they did to each other. These guys know how to sell like nobody I've ever seen. Yeah. Matt Jackson well, sells like Wiley e. Coyote. 
Yeah. <laughs> Whenever you have Nick Jackson and Phoenix in or a Nick match, Jackson. there's going to be there's going to be some Canadian destroyers, and we got some of those. We got cutters, like you said. We got poison ranas. We got it all. This match was awesome. I uh, I loved Nick doing his see ya kick, but Phoenix moving and then uh, Nick kicking the ring post. Yes, nice which touch. Here's the thing with these two guys. Everyone sells it says that these two guys, they just dance, it's just choreographed, it's just blah, blah, blah. These guys were selling injuries the whole match. Uh, oh, yeah. Ray Phoenix was literally falling apart. Yeah. Matt Jackson, anytime he, anytime he kicked someone, he had to use the bottom of his foot. Whenever he uh, hit someone with his shin, he was in pain and he would collapse. Like, this is... Mm-hmm. This is great. This is awesome stuff. It is. It goes right against what everyone always says about both these wrestlers. It's the same as uh, Orange Cassidy before them. <laughs> and then, so Phoenix wins. I f- completely forget how he wins. I couldn't tell you. Hold on. Maybe it says on here. Uh, it just says pinfall. And then... Uh, Oh, hold on. This website's giving me a lot of weird ads. Um, <laughs> and then, so, next we get a super funny video package, which, did your, was your feed audio messed yeah. up, or was it just it, it the TBS, TBS feed? It was TBS. Yeah. Like, you could, at first I was like, what? Like, you couldn't, you couldn't hear them at all. You could hear the crowd laughing so the audience could hear it, like, in the yeah. arena, but then they showed it again. Um, so we get Adam Cole going to Roderick's house and Adam's standing outside and then you see the door open and you just hear, Adam! <laughs> Adam Cole's like, I'm standing right here, Roderick. You don't kind of yell at me. And he comes in. He's like, I got you a present. And he gets him a little scooter and it's them uh, scooting around uh, Roderick Strong's house and the kingdom looks bored and pissed off. And then Adam's like, okay, man, I got to go. I got I to gotta have these surgeries. And Roderick's like, come on. I, I, I really needed you for something. I need you to help me rearrange the house. And he's like, I got a broken ankle, man. What? And like, but you know, functionally, you're good at interior design. So then Adam Cole's got to rearrange Roderick's house with a broken foot. Just funny stuff. I love it. The music they had. Yeah. <laughs> when Adam Cole was moving the furniture. I don't know what music <laughs> it was. It was so out of place and so funny. Um, yeah. It was almost like montage it was montage music for like a for a movie. I was gonna say it was eighties montage music to the max, but yeah, I don't, I don't know the actual name of the song. It was so funny, and then afterwards, uh, Roderick is like, "Oh my god, thanks, Adam. This looks so good," and it actually looks like shit <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because he, he can't do anything. He's doing it with one arm. Um, yeah, and he was like, "What do you?" He's like, "Sorry, it doesn't look good." What are you kidding me? No, no one's else house looks like this. And it's just shit in random spots. <laughs> <laughs> And he's like, okay, I gotta go have surgery. He's like, actually, Adam, there's more I need from you. And Adam, yeah. <laughs> and he goes, it's Adam, tough. there's more. Yeah. <laughs> and when he does it, Adam Cole just like shivers. He's like, Ugh. yeah. And uh, and then, so next we got a surprise return that I did not see coming. I didn't see any of the the quote unquote dirt sheets say it or anything of Wardlow coming out to poor Griff Garrison, uh, who apparently has been on Ring of Honor. So since oh, the commentary, so he hasn't been gone. He wasn't released. His contract yeah. didn't end. 
He's still with the company. His, um, he's wrestling with his Rick partner, uh, his old partner, Brian Pillman, is in WWE now. And actually, I watched the NXT pay-per-view from last weekend, too. And he had a video package of him watching a bunch of second-generation wrestlers in WWE, and then he, like, punches the TV or something. But I saw on Cultaholic that that's the only plans WWE has for him right now. They don't have anything else planned for him. So <laughs> he just got the vignette. Yeah, so, yeah, this uh, th- this match was a squash, and Wardlow looks pissed. He just went yeah, he straight. Does. He just went straight to the to the power bombs, but it wasn't a symphony. He was just like, and just the power bombs were brutal. Yeah, it was like, like you know when you see like kids like power bombing their like stuffed monkeys and stuff. Yeah, that's what it looked like. Yeah, yeah it looked like he was swinging around a stuffed monkey. I was like, oh god, Griff, Jesus! Like I yeah, felt he didn't really even bad know. for him. Yeah, me too. He didn't even get the pinfall. The ref just stopped the match said, all right, you, you killed him. Like, this match is over. <laughs> it's over. And then he just runs off into the crowd, no fanfare. Yeah, he goes through the crowd and leaves. So I wonder if they're going to do the new thing where, where those, like, super stop, but they're not using him, and he's just going to kill everyone. Which should, That's all you got to do with Wardlow. You don't need to try to tell these, like, super stories with him. Just have him destroy people. Yeah, just and, build them back up. It yeah. wasn't hard to build them the first time. Just do it again. Yeah. To do it the first time or the second time. Yeah. So then we got Don Callis backstage talking about how Sammy Guevara is not cleared to wrestle. So uh, he reached out to Will Ospreay. And Will Ospreay said, oh, use Kyle Fletcher. So tonight Kyle Fletcher is in the tag match with Takeshita. And yeah, he's kind of in audition Jericho. mode to, to join yeah. the family is what this was. And yeah. great match. Kyle Fletcher is on a hell of a run right now. He's not winning any matches, but he is. No. He is performing out there right now. It's wild to see him out there with uh, with Kenny and with Jericho and Takeshita. Mm-hmm. Takeshita and Kenny have such incredible chemistry. They're really dragging it out for when he finally faces Kenny in a one-on-one. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, the yeah they have they have insane chemistry. Um, yeah, just pheno- phenomenal match, really great match. They once again killed Kyle Fletcher. Yeah, yeah, Kyle Fletcher lost the match. I forget who got the pin on him. Yeah, he he, he lost. Can, the match. He, he, can got, he hit him with the one winged angel? I or is it was actually a super nice setup. It was uh, Jericho hit him with the. Uh, with the code breaker and he so it popped him up and then Kenny grabbed him as he popped up and put him in the one winged angel. Yeah. It was sort of like their version of a wombo combo. Yeah. <laughs> Just two devastating moves. And but then after the, the match, Don Callis is pissed. He's like, fuck this kid. He lost the match for us. Blah, 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 blah. And fucking. Mm-hmm. And that. And then fucking powerhouse Hobbs. Yeah. Comes into the ring and just trucks them. Like Jericho, yeah. Jericho's already dead from the match. So they, they beat him up easily. But Powerhouse Hobbs just beats, throws Kenny all over the ring, all over the ringside area. He throws him over the barricades. He throws him into chairs. He's fucking just devastating. He threw a barricade onto Kenny 
at first, or when they're in the crowd. <laughs> yeah, he is just destroying him. And this whole time, I'm like, this is incredible. Powerhouse Hobbs is in the, uh, is in the Don Callis family. And this is what we were saying for so long was, it was a family of one person. And now he's got all yeah. these guys. And you know there's going to yeah. be more because you know Osprey's just riding out his contract. He's not even oh, yeah. really wrestling for New Japan right now. He's just doing a tour of indies. Yeah, pretty much. He's just doing. Then, uh, he's just doing dream matches right now with other people. And then, uh, yeah, and then so they tie Kenny up onto the ring ropes with duct tape, and then Callis bonks Kenny in the head with the chair. He, he does bonk. He legit fucking nineties ass. <laughs> cracks him right in the head. No protection. This is an unprotected chair shot. Like, mm-hmm. this is, I mean, without the same result, but this is um, Cody Rhodes taking that shot from Sean Spears. Like, that oh, level yeah. of vicious. Um, and I liked commentary uh, to Excalibur and Taz both say, like, oh, that, that type of shit should have died in the 90s. I like that. He's like, he's like, yeah, I don't, I, he's like, I thought that was something that we had gotten, gotten rid of out of wrestling mm-hmm. at this point. And I love that AW will break it out every once in a while as a shocking moment, but it's always, every time it's against an EVP. So there yeah, are yeah. guys who, they're executives in the company, they can sign off on it. Um, but yeah, like at one point. Tony Khan said there will never be another unprotected chair shot mm-hmm. in uh, in AEW, and here we are, unprotected yeah. chair shot to the head. From yeah, yeah, it's just amazing. I was floored by this whole segment. This is mm-hmm. fantastic. This is really good. Yeah. Think of this faction when it comes together: Don Callis with Takeshita with. Um, Guevara with Guevara with with Powerhouse Hobbs with um, Will Osprey probably with Aussie Open as well. Even though like, they're yeah. not in it, but they're they are aligned with uh, with Will Osprey. Yeah. Think that's a fucking killer faction. Mm-hmm. We've seen a lot of great factions in AEW, and not all of them have panned out. Remember the Pinnacle. We were all so excited about the pinnacle, and that just fizzled. Mm-hmm. When I what was that away. faction Brandy Rhodes was trying to do? Remember that one? <laughs> like the with Nightmare Collective. Yeah, that was that. That that didn't go anywhere. That, that, that one was, girl had to shave her head too. That sucked. <laughs> that one woman that we've never heard of and will never hear of again made her yeah. shave her head. And Luther. <laughs> bringing Luther out as like, oh, you won't, you won't expect this guy. Yeah, we won't expect him because we don't know who the fuck he is. <laughs> yeah, unless you're like a hardcore '90s deathmatch wrestling guy, you're not gonna know who Luther. Is. You can't even. You barely look up his matches. I tried to look up a match. They don't exist. They're like, oh, look mm-hmm. up this guy. He's a he's a deathmatch legend. If he's a deathmatch legend, I would be able to watch his matches. Mm-hmm. I understand he existed. But <laughs> taught Jericho the Lion Salt. That's a fun fact. That is a fun fact. Um, I yeah, like Luther though. This was cool. 
So, uh, next was the acclaimed in Daddy Ass versus the Butcher Blade and Kip Sabian. Uh, this this match was very, very short, but I believe it was mm-hmm. short because they ran back the video that, uh, yeah, yeah, that yeah, didn't yeah. work Did, for Adam Cole. So I think this match got like a third of it cut out of it. Cut. Yeah, this match was very they short. They didn't even really finish the finisher. Yeah. Yeah, they claimed win. I like seeing Butcher on TV. I wish they put him on TV more. But what can you do? They they and said then, their heads were shiny because they shine each other's knobs. That was funny. Yeah, that was funny. Yeah, that was good. It even uh, made the blade laugh. Like when they cut to the blade, he wasn't being mean faith. He was just laughing. <laughs> it's funny. They uh, <laughs> they get the wrestlers to break all the time. Mm-hmm. It is, I really like it. Yeah. And then... So after this match, we got the next part of the Tony Storm interview with RJ City, which was hilarious. I loved it. Where she's talking about how she's been wrestling for so long, and he's like, but you're so young. She's like, you're right. I'm timeless. Timeless Tony Storm. <laughs> it was so funny. He's like, you're not old. <laughs> she's like, <Yeah>. you're right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, she comes and then she comes down to the ring as timeless Tony Storm. Her entrance is incredible with the with yes. the uh, with the gray filter and the mm-hmm. it's that's a great it was a black and white filter. Um, yeah, the music is the, great. The classic fifties music name is great, but she is like mm-hmm. she's a hot mess character. She's uh, oh yeah, her her makeup's all fucked up. I like Taz on commentary. It's like, well, you know, she's she's timeless. She doesn't have time to put on her makeup. <laughs> <laughs> she's just she's just the type of person who doesn't care about that stuff, guys. Yeah, <laughs> it's just all fucked up on her face. And stuff. But, but I like the. I, the oh, go ahead. Her gear is like, it's like almost like old timey swim trunks. Like this, yeah, like, she's it, she's dressed like a. It's plain black. It's high waisted. It's kind of like Marilyn yeah, Monroe. She's dressed actually. like how the. Yeah, she's dressed like how the the ladies in the fifties wrestled the gear they wrestled in. It's exactly what she's wearing. There's a lady bug on. And because uh, she's not wearing the fishnets like she used to, and she's got she doesn't have like the combat boots that she used to wrestle in. Like she she's like total like throwback now. It's awesome, and I loved during the match. She's like. It's time for my close-up. And then the camera zoomed in on her. And then, I don't know how she knew this, but she threw to a commercial. Did you hear that? Yeah. And she's like, now it's time for a message from our, some of our important sponsors that fund the show. And then they got to commercial. Uh, and you know what? That's, uh, she's, getting, she's getting that from the ref. The ref, yeah. The ref has an earpiece. They're talking to the back. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. Yeah. They just flicked the fuck out of that... Uh, Ladybug that was on me. He must have flicked the gnat into my room because now I see it flying around my water. Mm. It went through the screen. There was a second <laughs> one that landed in my beer. I fished that one out too. Jeez Louise. Still, still trying to get drunk. It's Friday night. And then, so next we have Bullet Club Gold comes out. Uh, oh, Tony Storm won, by the way. Yes. Uh, of it, course. No surprise. They're really building her up. So... <laughs> Uh, Bullet Club Gold came out, called out MJF because uh, the the devil mask stuff, and MJF says, 
look, man, I've done some terrible things. I own up to it. Like I, I wouldn't hide the fact that if I was doing the devil mask stuff and then is it someone go to st- the ring. stole my mask out of my bag. I just happened yeah. to walk around with it all the time. <laughs> Apparently, <laughs> which I could see him doing. He's like, look, I, I'm, I'm, uh, a narcissist. I, I admit to this stuff. Like, <laughs> and then, um, he comes to the ring to fight him. They start beating him down. Jay White shows up, beats him up. They set up a match at full gear, which is going to be awesome. Jay White steals the title. Did he leave the title or did he steal it? He stole it. Oh, he stole it. He stole the double B. Yeah, yeah. Triple B. So they have a match coming up at full gear. This was actually what I was, when I brought up Hangman earlier having a match. He's wrestling Jay White next week. So. Oh, shit. Yeah. And Jay White's not losing, so there's another. No, no, no. There's another loss. For I think they're going to do the uh, like a crisis to confidence type deal for Hanger, where he you know he gets so low and then builds himself back up. That's his. That's his go-to, right? Yeah, I mean that's that's what gets him over. It's his character. Yeah, I love it. Don't don't fix it if it ain't broke. Mm-mm. And and then so next we got uh, Renee talking to Orange Cassidy and Hook. They just talk about how they're not done being a tag team, and then they all eat chips. That's pretty much it. Except for Renee. She won't eat. Yeah, she Renee eat doesn't eat chips. chips. And they say oh, it's yeah. Renee famously only eats ketchup chips. Ketchup chips, which is very Canadian. And then, uh, uh, so, oh, I guess we kind of got out of order. The Jericho Kenny match was actually next, but we already talked about all that. <laughs> yeah. And then, so next, we go back to Renee backstage with MJF, who's getting massaged by the trainer and the. Uh, the acclaimed and daddy ass are in there and then Max Caster walks up and starts massaging him and he's talking about how uh, I miss Adam Cole and then MJF figures out that it's not the trainer massaging me he's like dude stop you're weird you leave me weird <laughs> notes in my bag you leave me weird tweets just stop I think what they're going to build to if Adam Cole's really hurt is the acclaimed and daddy ass helping him with um, with uh uh, Bullet Club Gold and Jay White. Okay. Because then, it, then it's four on four. I think that's what they're going to build to because at the end when he kicks Max out, he's like, come on, scissor me. He's like, no, I'm not going to scissor you. I think they're eventually going to scissor and the crowd's going to go nuts. Yes, that would be huge because it, it's yeah. MJF doing the things that he doesn't like, like doing a dive or doing a... Yeah. Or hugging or having like it's they're all they're everyone's just breaking down mjf's walls yeah and then i and then it'd be cool if they by the time adam cole comes back he's buddy buddy with the acclaimed and then adam cole starts getting jealous of their friendship (laughs) that would be amazing and apparently (laughs) here's the thing i don't know if this is actually the case i bet it is because of the indies but um I saw someone mention that uh, MJF and Max Caster are really close, but that that they probably could be referring to the messages that MJF is referring to in this. Bit. Oh yeah! If you ever see the tweets that Max Caster he like comment on MJF's like because MJF posts a lot of workout photos on Twitter. Yes, and. <laughs> Max Castro's comments are like, oh my god, you're so hot. <laughs> and MJF's so, like, I'm going to file a restraining order on you. Yeah. You are a creep. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's very good fun. stuff. I love it. But I really think it's leading to the, the acclaimed helping him out. Which is such a Because then wild. you could do, 
wild bit. Because then you could do a claimed and daddy ass versus the rest of Bullet Club Gold too, and that's a, that's another match right there at the pay per view. Yeah, no, that's great, and it's acclaimed and the guns. Remember, they are uh, mm-hmm. they're probably a forever feud at this point. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, and you got the guns and daddy ass too all together exactly again. right. It's a uh, you know what I think you just uh, I think you called it right there yeah. <laughs> And then, uh, so after that funny segment, we get Samoa Joe as the most interesting man in the world, Doseki's guy, talking about how he has respect for MJF, but he's still hungry for the title, and when he's hungry, he's going to eat, just looking cool as hell in a suit, smoking a cigar, drinking whiskey, I assume. Yes. No, no, it's, uh, I love, I love this. I love this kingpin version of, <laughs> of, uh. Of Samoa Joe, I like this this mob boss King Shark version of. Oh yeah, and Samoa Joe's legit one of the best talkers they have in the company. So vignettes of him talking, I, I can watch all day. He he's a fantastic talker. He, they yeah. WWE really missed out. Yeah, he's that. got such a like he's very eloquent when he speaks. Yes. Like <laughs> he's very deliberate <laughs> and eloquent. You wouldn't think so. Yeah, like for how big he is, and like he's a big bruiser in the ring, but like you know, yeah, he's got a he. He definitely has like a Vincent D'Onofrio kingpin Mm -hmm. vibe and cadence to him. He's slow. He's deliberate. He's Mm -hmm. calm. He's very calm. Like he doesn't get angry. He doesn't get rattled. Like Mm -hmm. he will. He'll break you down and threaten you and crush you verbally but in the calmest and most menacing way possible. Like, very foreboding. Mm-hmm. Like he's, uh, he's extremely confident. Mm-hmm. I love it. It's, it's, it's fantastic. Kingpin yeah. Samojo. Yep, love it. More of it. And then, so, next was actually the Tony Storm Sky Blue match. That was the main event match of the show. From there, we cut back to Stokely Hathaway, and this made me laugh, where... Um, because Stokely Hathaway's mad that Eddie Kingston's the ROH champion. He doesn't like him as the champ. And Stokely is, like, what, their GM on ROH or something like that? So, uh, like, he's like board of governors kind of. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. He's, a, he's like in charge or whatever. Yeah. So he says, like, uh, on Rampage tonight while we're recording this, it actually starts in an hour from us recording. But he's um, going to have a four-way. I don't remember who's in the four-way, but I, he didn't even say. He's just like, and Eddie, I want you out there so you can see who the number one contender is going to be, so we can finally have a champ that doesn't smell like Burger King and Newports. And it, <laughs> it made Renee laugh, too. <laughs> it made Taz laugh as well. Yeah. Yeah. I. One of my favorite things is usually Excalibur will get Taz to break at least once on commentary throughout the night, and it's yeah. so funny. But I just love Taz breaking. <laughs> like, it's very funny. I know Taz has got to cuss out Excalibur backstage whenever he makes a break. Because <laughs> last week when they were doing the weed chant, uh, Taz says, I never thought I'd hear a weed chant. But, uh, Excalibur said, well, we are at mile marker 420 in the, the Rockies. And you just hear Taz laughing. <laughs> <laughs> and then so the... Those after two that, guys after have the actual, incredible chemistry. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then after that, we get the, the main event segment of the show, which is Adam Copeland's big uh, return. He comes out. 
Tony Schiavone's in the ring. He says, Tony, I'm so glad to meet you. Growing up, you were on WCW. I loved watching you, but I got to ask you to leave the ring because this is my time now. And then uh, everyone starts chanting at him, and he's like, oh, that's cool to hear. And uh, he just talks about how. It's like, never heard that chant before. Yeah, never heard that before. That's cool. Keep it going. And they keep doing it. And then he says he was contemplating on what to do next. So he's talking to his daughters, and they said, well, why don't you just go have fun with uh, Uncle Jay? And he says, you know, for those that don't know, Uncle Jay's Christian Cage. So I want to bring Christian Cage out here. He takes a minute to come out. He comes out, talks about how I did what I did because you had Sting on the ground. Like, Sting was the wrestler we became friends over. You used to have his hair cut. You had the flat top and the rat tail. I had Lex Luger's hair. Come on. Which then, is amazing. Yeah. He's like, yeah, you, brought his, you brought a cutout from a magazine of Sting yeah. to the barber <laughs> and said, give me this. Yeah. <laughs> And then he says, um, he's like, he's like, you got these two young guys with you and I'm speaking from experience here. As soon as they get what they need from you, they'll turn on you, which is a cool callback. Cause that's what that judgment day group right yeah, before you left did, WWE did to him. As we always say, uh, uh, AEW wrestling history is AEW history. Like stuff yeah, yeah, that happens like that. in WWE is within the same universe. Yeah. I, I like that. Cause it's not like when you go to WWE where they just, Oh, he was gone for a while. Now he's back. Like that's a, that's all you'll get really. And then, <laughs> but so he was mentioning that. And then he's like, I just want to team up with you, man. One last time. And then they hug the crowd goes nuts. And then Christian grabs the mic and says, go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> just leaves the ring. And it is so amazing. Even Tony Khan tweeted out, go fuck yourself. Christian K. <laughs> He said, and then, he said the, he's like, we're in the rated R era. Go fuck yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then so Christian walks up the ramp and says, oh, and by the way, uh, here's who you're facing for your first match. And then Luchasaurus comes out with um, Nick Wayne. They stand on the ramp. The ramp, Christian, or Ed, Adam Copeland, I almost called him Edge, looks upset. And then um, they fade to black. That's the show. Apparently after they went off the air, they all try to attack and Edge spears them. So to send the crowd home happy. Ooh. So that's good, but yeah, I'm really so, I'm I'm so excited to see um, to see if there was any uh, handcuffing with with Edge a little bit, like protecting him a little bit, like how it's going to be with nuts. Danielson. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be it's different though because I mean, with Danielson, we had his ROH stuff beforehand to see how you could wrestle. Mm-hmm. Edge, I, I've honestly never seen him outside of WWE. When yeah, I was watching wrestling in I can't wait. the 90s, that's when Edge debuted, so it was nuts. But, yeah, so Dynamite's on Tuesday this week, and for some reason, <laughs> AEW and WWE are just completely overstacking these shows. I'm like, come on, guys, it's not a permanent thing. And, <laughs> like, NXT's got... The fucking Undertaker and John Cena showing up on NXT and stuff. <laughs> that, to me, like, that's stupid. Mm-hmm. That's stupid. Who cares? It's NXT. Yeah. Who cares? Like, yeah. What he, What are we doing here? It's like, And it's not like AEW's on Tuesdays permanently. It's one week because there's a, there's a baseball game next Wednesday. Like, it's not... It's, Calm down. Yeah, got and then, both. Uh, I mean, I'm happy AEW's putting together a good show. I don't mm-hmm. know that WWE is, because to me, putting Undertaker and John Cena and fucking Paul uh, Heyman, 
and Paul Heyman. And, Oscar's going to be on there. And uh, fucking Cody Rhodes on NXT. Oh, yeah, Cody Rhodes is on there. Like, <laughs> that doesn't necessarily make a good show. Stacking all these like old wrestlers who aren't in programs on uh who aren't in feuds who aren't in programs on your developmental show in front of a tiny crowd doesn't make it a good show mm-hmm. aw's putting well, together they, big matches yeah we got sword strickland versus brian danielson which is fucking nuts that's gonna be the number one contender for the tnt title so that's gonna be cool we got uh, Soraya versus Sheeta. There's Paige versus uh, White. Oh, I saw the full card. I don't even remember it now. But there's a ton of good matches on there for next week. Copeland versus Luchasaurus. Yes, yes. Adam Copeland's first match in AEW. It, well, they're calling it uh, Championship Tuesday, so it's like a bunch of the championships are being defended. Yeah. Hold on. I bet I can pull it up. What's the date next week? Hey, I'll just type in champion. I assume it's because hockey's starting up? Well, they're not on Wednesday, this Wednesday, because of uh, the baseball playoffs. Baseball playoffs. Okay, okay. Yeah. Because hockey's also starting up on the Yeah, 11th, hockey started, and basketball starting. So it's going to be a lot of these where AW gets, this always happens. Gets bumped around oh, oh. a bit. Another match for Championship Tuesday is Mox versus Phoenix for the international title. Which Phoenix is handing that right back to Mox, I believe. Yeah, yeah, Mox for sure. does not get a day of rest. Mox got concussed and then had to commentate two matches, and now he's back wrestling again. Mm-hmm. And he even, in an interview, he said, man, commentating's a lot harder than it seems. <laughs> he's really good at it, though. Yeah, he was. One of, I don't know my, if he could do it on Dynamite because he cusses too much, but... My favorite uh, Dean Ambrose moment in WWE was was literally just him commentating a match because he was just so funny. Uh-huh. Oh, we're also getting Jericho versus Hobbs. Which is next <laughs> that's Tuesday. A, that's a weird fucking match. I love that. Right. Yeah, okay, here's the whole card they have announced. Uh, Soraya versus Hikaru Shida. Uh, Ray Phoenix versus John Moxley. Number one contender match, Brian Danielson versus Swerve, Strickland, Jay White versus Hangman Page, Adam Copeland versus Luchasaurus, and Chris Jericho versus Powerhouse Hobbs. That's six matches, too, and none of those matches should be short. No. They're, they're not going to have any promos on this show. I doubt it. It'll be like, um, excuse me, like the first Blood and Guts, like the only promo they had was Miro. You remember that? It was just matches... And then Miro came out and made a promo. That's like the only promo. Yeah, because uh, with it being called Championship Tuesday, I think it's uh, it it sounds like it's going to be like wrestling heavy, and I think they understand that mm-hmm. they want to just go like match you can't miss, match you can't miss, match you can't miss because they're taking this ratings thing too fucking seriously. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> who cares? Who cares? Who cares? No one yeah. cares. I saw someone online. Going back to the NXT thing, they actually made a pretty good point because WWE's in shopping mode for their their shows, and SmackDown's been picked up for USA Network, but mm-hmm. Raw and NXT are on the USA Network, but they haven't been picked up yet. That's why they've been loading it up with 
because if you I don't watch NXT regularly, but they have all their top stars coming down from the main roster to NXT, and somebody's like, oh, they're just loading it up to get the ratings up, and then that way they can say, look how good these ratings are, and then they'll just go back to normal once they sell the show to someone. I was like, that makes a lot of sense. But why this Tuesday we're getting the fucking return of The Undertaker on NXT is ridiculous. Undertaker <laughs> on NXT is so dumb. I'm yeah, so same with John Cena. It doesn't <laughs> make any sense. It's like, come on. now. Yeah, Undertaker, <laughs> I don't know if he's doing a, a backstage thing or if he's coming out, but him doing his full entrance in that tiny-ass little arena with like 200 people in there is going to be so ridiculous looking. What's he going to do, like fucking Tombstone Grayson Waller? Who gives a fuck? Yeah, <laughs> like, I don't know. It's it's weird. It's like the yeah. fucking like class of nineteen eighty two shows up to a high school. None of them fucking care. I mean, they do care. It is the Undertaker, but like, I don't know. It's just why don't you bring some guys that have a feud going yeah. on right now on Raw and like bring Roman over, like, have, I don't know, have someone from something that's happening on Raw or SmackDown bleed in. Like, mm-hmm. have someone chase someone all the way to NXT or something. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's odd. And I guess that's where we will leave this, because we've been going for 89 minutes. Yeah. God damn. Bye. See ya.